0: He has risen from the dead. Alleluia! Alleluia! So he hasn't risen from the dead. My dear brothers and sisters, as we gather together today to celebrate the Lord's resurrection, we hear in our first reading from the Acts of the Apostles, how he has commissioned us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the anointed, appointed one by God as judge of the living and the dead. We've been commissioned to preach to the people and to testify. I don't know about you, but when I heard that from the first reading, I have to begin to ask myself what am I getting myself into? What am I being commissioned to do, and what am I being, tes- what am I testifying about? I think that all fits and helps us understand today why we've gathered here today. We're here to celebrate the resurrection of the Lord. So how do we, how are we commissioned to share that good news with the Lord, about the Lord, and how do we testify to this? So what is the good news we're celebrating? What is the good news that we've been commissioned to testify and to preach about? We see it hanging above our sanctuary. We're here to testify to the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. But yet we hear from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians chapter 23, or verse 23, chapter 1, verse 23, For Jews demand a sign and Greeks look for wisdom, but we proclaim Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to the Gentiles. So why are we preaching? Why are we testifying to a crucified Lord? Why are we commissioned to go out and talk about a man that was just hung on a tree, a stumbling block for the Jews and the Gentiles? What does that mean for you and I? What does that mean for us? If we really look at the crucifixion, it is the most gruesome and embarrassing death known to Jesus' time. He didn't die as a king, but he died the lowly of the low of society in the most embarrassing way in the world. And if a non-Catholic, or non-Christian for that matter, walked into the church, They would see us hanging a half-naked man on a cross. So how can we testify? How can we be commissioned to preach about this man? Do we know who that man is and why it's so important for us and why we're commissioned today on his resurrection to testify, to preach about him? His resurrection Does it make sense if we don't see it in its broader picture, if we don't see it in its broader context? We began this holy week, this holy of holy weeks, with Palm Sunday, in which Jesus himself rides a donkey, enters into Jerusalem to prepare himself for his death. As he comes into Jerusalem on donkey, all these people gather around to lay palms at his feet, take off his cloaks, and covers the road as he enters solemnly into Jerusalem. So why does he have to enter Jerusalem? And what is it going to? He's going to face his own death. For a king, for the Son of God, having to enter Jerusalem for his own death? If he's God, could he just not snap his fingers and say everything is fixed, everything is done? Could could he not sit on his royal thrones and clap his hands and tell his peasants to fix everything? So then why does he have to enter Jerusalem and why does he come to his crucifixion? He comes to us because he loves us. God sent his only begotten son to become man took on the form of a slave to bring all of us back into his loving embrace. So all of this begins and is rooted in the relationship, in the love that God has for each and every one of us. So why is that important? Why does that matter? If we track back all the way to Genesis, we come to find out and understand that because of original sin, our relationship with God has been severed. It doesn't become easy anymore for us to come back to relate to God because we ourselves want to be God. We find ourselves better than God and therefore God is nothing else to us. So why do we have to relate to him? Why do we have to connect with him? Why do we have to experience and be in a loving relationship with him? But we hear from all the lives of the saints and most importantly we hear at the beginning of the book of the Confessions by St. Augustine, my heart is restless until it rests in thee. We turn our way, our back to God because we ourselves don't want to be bound. We ourselves truly don't want to be free because for us our definition of freedom is to not have any rules and regulations. We want to do what we want to do. That is freedom for us. But for us to truly be free, we must bind ourselves to another and trust in the other and give ourselves over to the other. But if you hear all the words that I use to describe that word freedom, it doesn't feel, it doesn't sound, it's not conveying this sense of freedom. And so he sends his only begotten son To become man, to take on flesh, to walk in our own shoes, to show us what it truly means to be in love with God, what it truly means to be in right relationship with God. And in doing so, we hear from our second reading, He comes to do a mission. He comes to heal the sick, to cast away evil. But if we look at all of that, what is He there to truly do? To heal the sick. If we look at sickness, what has that done to our lives? It has hindered us from truly living. It has hindered us from truly being fruitful. It has truly hindered us from living out the way we're meant to live. And so Jesus becoming man comes to heal the sick. He comes to cast out the evil spirits. What is the evil spirit except the fact that we have distanced ourselves from God? The evil spirit is the example, the symbolism of our severed relationship with God. We tell God that we love Him, but instead we speak ill of our brothers and sisters. We tell God we love Him, but we talk bad about our spouses. We don't love our brothers and sisters. We've broken and severed that relationship with God. But as he becomes man, he comes to restore that. And so what we come to testify, to proclaim, to share the good news, is we're coming to share what God has come to restore. We're coming to share that God has allowed us to be in right relationship with him. We're able to say, our Father, Abba, Father, Daddy, hold me. That love that God has for us is so unconditional that even death does not separate us from him. Most of us have attended funerals and we know. We've, we've been present at the passing of our loved ones. It's not easy to say goodbye to our loved ones. When they take their last breath, it hurts us from within because their love now is severed. That loving relationship does not exist anymore. But when Jesus comes, becomes man to show us that that loving relationship that we have with him is not going to end when we take our last breath. The blind will see. We will be able to see and recognize God in everything that we do in our brothers and sisters through our words our actions and our deeds we go from slave to being free we bring bound from the things of this world hindering from truly living out a life truly becoming man truly growing and living out our expect our our mission our fruitfulness and now truly becoming free to live out who we're called to be to live out and be his sons and daughters, living a life of virtue, of holiness. We, we are restored from being sinful to glorious. Think of it as a child. When you break your mom's fine china, she forgives you, but that glass is still missing. But that does not define who we are as sons and daughters of God. He loves us so unconditionally that he brings us in the fold and calls us his dearly beloved son, dearly beloved daughters. So as we come to testify, to confer and to share this good news, we are talking and sharing about the restored glory that we were meant to be. But that restored glory begins first and foremost at the cross. The most gruesome act that could happen to our God, to our King, to our Savior. What is interesting is that cross used by the Roman soldiers was meant as a way to demonstrate power. It represents power to the world. I have control. If you don't listen to me, you will be crucified just as that man, Jesus of Nazareth, on that cross. You will lay bare on that cross. You will be embarrassed in front of everyone in society. But instead, it shows what true power is. Yes, Jesus is laying bare on the cross. Yes, Jesus has died on the cross for each and every one of us. But what is his true power? His true power is not that iron fist he rules the world with. But the fact he loves us unconditionally. The power he has is the power of love to bring and restore all things to its right order. The right order of love. So, my dear brothers and sisters, it didn't end there. That love didn't stop at the cross. That love continued to the resurrection. That love continued so that we may dwell and be in eternal life with him. God's love is the most powerful thing and is the most powerful thing over all powers. So my dear brothers and sisters, every time we come to mass, every time we come and gather together as a family, as a community, We celebrate the Paschal mystery. We celebrate Jesus's life, death, and resurrection. So in a little bit, we together as a community will be prepared to receive our Lord Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity, his most precious gift, his gift of love to each and every one of us. He left us his body so that we may be with him and remain with him and dwell with him for all eternity. So when we approach the Eucharistic table, we come to receive our Lord, the gift of love he has for us. So today as we leave this church, we're going to be instructed to go in peace, to testify, to give our assent and to share with the world the fact that God has loved us. Death has not separated us from God, and we are his dearly beloved. And we, through our words, our actions, and our deeds, will then manifest his love to the world, who is lacking and in need of God's love. So let us together, my dear brothers and sisters, bring that Easter fire that we carry within ourselves. Bring the darkness, bring that light into the darkness. Bring God's love into the areas of hatred, of envy, of jealousy in our life and let that love radiate so that we can continue to live out our commission today to testify and to preach to the good news, the gospel. Amen.